0: you <smart noise>
1: Welcome to Clicking Balls. We're wrapping up round three of the 2017 AFL season. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is a highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past?
2: Oh, look, it, it was a, a great weekend for uh, North, uh, going with a, in a with a new rookie in the team. Um, North Heidelberg, I mean. Going into the final <laughs> quarter eight points down, and uh, young B. Harvey puts his hand up and says, Coach, uh, I'm going to full forward. Uh, And then managed to crack, uh, I think, two goals for the term, 11 possessions, and they come home against the Breeze with a five-goal win. It should be noted, he is actually the coach, too. Well, I honestly don't know if he is, but if he tells you something, what the fuck coach is going to say? No? No, go over there,
1: mate. No. Uh, Yeah, sorry. uh, How many games did you play? Is that less or more than than me? It's less, isn't it? Yes, less. Was it
0: 100? 100? Did you do that four times? Yeah. No, then shut the fuck up. Can you but, count it on the whole team's
2: fingers and toes? Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the team kicked 13 goals and uh, Boomer had four for the day and his brother had five. So,
1: I'm going to say, I bet you not one of them gave each other a handball.
2: <laughs> oh shit, nah. <laughs> uh, but they had 29 possessions and you know just did what he expected to do. And he was only in you know, a canter for most of it. I'd imagine so. Uh, Brenton, you got a
0: highlight. They packed at the stadium though. Um, It was, it's got to be the controversy at the UFC weigh-ins. At the weigh-ins with DC. At the weigh-ins with DC. We're we're a fan of veteran moves here on this podcast. (laughs) And uh, DC's pulled one of the all-time greats out. Comes into the... He's fighting in the light heavyweight category, which is 205 pounds. Yeah. So, and it
1: should be noted, uh, for UFC, they usually give you a one pound... Um, tolerance. Tolerance. Correct. But not for championship fights,
0: and this is a championship fight. Exactly. So uh, he's fighting Rumble Johnson, who's just a massive, like, musty dude who just, like, powerhouse bombs people. Probably also say, if he does go in over, the fight would
2: probably still happen, but the championship be off the table, and he would... Forfeit a fair fucking whack yeah. of salary, generally might, thirty percent.
0: And also, if the, if the challenger wins, he gets the belt. But yep. if uh, the obviously, if Dan, Dan wins or the person who make weight wins, then it's uh, in dispute or whatever. Uh, he gets stripped of it either way. Um, but anyway, comes in with the two minutes to spare because I got a, a weigh in time later. Second weigh in, it's like eleven a.m. or something. He, he weighs one point two pounds over the limit, so obviously he's, he's not in championship weight. Comes back, I think it was. 90 seconds later puts his hands on the towel to prop himself up and all of a sudden he's making weight (laughs) so he's either managed to lose 1.2 pounds in a couple of minutes which when you're already fasting uh, starved of water it's not like he had anything in his stomach yeah you can't take a shit you can't piss because you haven't drank anything for 24 hours maybe he just really tried hard to have a shit Meh, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe he's got some false teeth or something. Got some fillings removed. Yeah, who knows? Shaved Sh- his Shaved down.
1: Yeah. Uh, have they said what he did besides nope. leaning on the towel? Because I nope. don't think leaning on the towel to work. Well,
0: well, I don't think he even tried to to bullshit. They actually asked the the commissioner of the New York State Athletic Commission, and they were like, "Yeah, so what, what's your comment on Daniel Cormier using the towel uh, during the weigh-ins?" And the and the commissioner goes, uh, "He didn't put his hands on the towel. He didn't grab the towel." And like, "Well, <laughs> here's a picture of it." He's like, "Oh, he did. Well, uh, he may weigh anyway." So yeah. That was his answer.
2: <laughs> I
1: still don't believe that you could take a pound.
0: Well,
2: two hundred five pounds, so it's only half a percent. As long as you can get but, some, but, form I, of leverage. I mean, yeah,
1: no,
0: I not uh, yeah. Like the apparently from the people who are in the know, it's an old school wrestling move. So it's not to put like, your hands on yeah, the tower. It's like the old school wrestling move that is very well known. Okay, we can test this later. Yeah, well, have people that try to test it, but we're you not look, gonna. You look, you, look, you, look at, you look at one side of the tower, and the dude has a baseball grip on it. Really, <laughs> yeah. So, it so looks, is it he looks got his fuck. guys are
1: holding the tower?
0: That's what it looks like. Yeah, one guy sort of got uh, just a handful. The other guy has a full-on baseball grip with his back to the crowd. It uh, sounds like a Chris Angel sort of oh, magic move. That's yeah. what I was going
1: to say. If there was a steel rod through the tower, <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> that's not his hands. And, and adding to that controversy, they weren't going to let a chick fight because he's got breast implants. Yeah, great ones too.
2: <laughs> yeah uh garcia i think her name is uh, gonzalez that's gonzalez yeah um i don't
0: but, know
1: but i guarantee i'll be looking it up
0: after this yeah but so UFC uh well mixed, mixed martial no, arts massive. is only being reinstated in new york so they're a bit behind their commission <laughs> and they were trying to apply boxing rules to mixed martial arts until dan's coming there going guys like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> this is mma and here's the rules that it's you exactly, guys signed on to
1: misha tate used to have the belt guys what are you exactly doing? <laughs> yeah yeah
0: as if you'll never let misha tate in front of a camera that's ridiculous so yeah, my highlight of the round was uh, New York State Athletic Commission proving that really the the colouring union were prevented us from a shitstorm in New York all this time.
1: Never mind the uh, controversy in the co-main event. Oh my god, wasn't one.
0: that that ridiculous? I ridiculous. think uh, Masassi. Good
1: good result in the end. Yeah, I'm, it was the right I'm result. Fully behind Masassi. Brought Massassi.
0: around a fucking long ass detour of, of a yeah. way that was well, uh, dodgy shit.
2: To to backstory, it was uh, called off for illegal knees. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Masassi and. Um,
0: it wasn't uh, called off. He won't. called a five-minute timeout yeah. for a legal yep. knee.
2: Yeah, and it turns out it wasn't illegal. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they thought was illegal about it, to be honest.
1: Well, the rules have changed. They're trying to say if he had two hands on the ground, then he's grounded. Yeah, But it's that's not the rule anymore, is no. it? it? It's it's got to be
0: two fist, uh, fist or palms yeah, on not, the ground. Yeah, not fingertips. Not fingers, yeah. 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 And, so it's, uh, it's completely... and
1: your knees, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's got to be like a, a three-point. So mm. it's gonna be three points mm. on the ground, but yeah. fingertips don't count. It's gonna be palm or a fist on the ground, a yeah. so like full fist. You have to have body weight on your hand, exactly. Essentially. Yeah, you, you've yeah. got
2: to be in a stance. You yeah. can't just be scraping. Yeah. Which is fair enough because people are gaming the system by, you know, running things uh, long. As... And that's
1: what Chris Weidman was trying to do
0: exactly. Yeah. And and he did try and play it up when he got kneed as well, like made out he was which, much worse, which
1: may have backfired
0: exactly because then Murgiato, who was the referee, he got told from the from the outside of the cage that the knee was legal, was uh, knee was legal. Yep. And so he, he reversed the decision, and that came in. Stopped it, and he goes, "All right, so is won." So it was all the fuck around to get yeah. to the right result. It was still overturned because you, there was no instant replays in New York at that time. So, yeah. well, yeah, apparently using the instant replay wasn't allowed, but yeah. it's allowed everywhere else, but not there. Yeah,
2: to me, it's a a good end result. Like yeah. uh, you can argue that Whitey put a bit of mayo on it, but it, if so, that's the price you pay.
1: But even if they do overturn the result, that doesn't matter in the eyes of the UFC, no. who, who makes the next fight. Exactly, you know, they pick who they want, so they know what they saw.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, my highlight of the week—it won't surprise you—had nothing to do with football, um, but I, I spent most of the weekend at the comedy festival. Oh right. Um, and uh, the, what I did learn was that the old "let's rock up and see what we can get tickets to" not a good idea. No. Everything we wanted tickets to was sold out.
0: Yeah. Oh, um.
1: So on the uh, Friday night, we went and saw Sam Simmons. Yep. Um, interesting show. Yeah. Uh, I can't explain the finish to it, but. Suffice to say, one bloke uh, was heckling him as he walked out. So he called him a drunken cunt for about five minutes <laughs> and then left not long after that. Not really to a standing ovation either. Weirdest ending ever.
0: It's almost like an a Andy Kaufman show gone wrong or something. It,
1: it felt like it at some times. Like we mentioned Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Um, and I even said to the guys I went with, uh, if I could get free tickets to him tomorrow night, I'd love to go. Yeah. I'm not paying 40 bucks again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, we went and saw Luke he- Hegarty, who was really good. Yeah. And the highlight of the uh, the weekend for me was a, a little play called Chimp Cop Forever.
0: Chimp Cop Forever. So I'm telling
1: everybody, go see Chimp right. Cop Forever. Whereabouts was it? Uh, t- Trades Hall. Right. So it was only in a small room. Yep. Uh, small enough, they didn't even need microphones. Yeah. Um, it was also only half sold out, right. uh, half sold. Um, which we bought tickets two days in advance, which, you know, everything else we wanted to go to was sold out.
2: Well, half sold out is the optimist way of looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: it was the one show that we bought tickets in advance to that we didn't really need to. Right. But anyway, it's, it's absolutely hilarious, especially if you like uh, it's Naked Gunnish in some of their humour. Yep. Um, and has the greatest dad joke of all time. But I can't tell you because it'll spoil it for you. So go see. It was 20 bucks tickets too, I think. That's so. right. That's bad. a good value. Yeah. Um, so you should enjoy that.
0: Yeah, so I remember watching uh, Alex Williamson when he was first sort of starting out. He did the Melbourne Comedy Festival. He's did like a show.
1: The loosest guy ever? Or yeah, what yeah. yeah.
0: Be- before he was doing that stuff, he had like okay. a, basically famous on Twitter. And, and like, he's really funny, but you can tell he's run out of material in the yep. show where he starts <laughs> like literally on the big screen putting up funny tweets that he's done. And he's yep. like, yeah, look <laughs> at this. This is my uh, funny tweet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but he's actually a really fun to musician as well. He played, played okay. piano and actually did a really funny song. So I'd like to see yeah. his show again when he's actually got... Actual original content, not uh, rehashing stuff that he's put on Twitter.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you'd be uh, impressed then. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if, he, yeah. <laughs> if that exists.
2: Well, but- my, um, my morning commute on Friday had a, a train driver that tried to get on the comedy festival. That Trans driver. Train driver. Yeah. But, you know, um, he, was, he was loving life. Like, yeah. uh, jump on at, uh, at Mitchum as a do, and he says, all right, everyone, this is the express train to hell. <laughs> and, and Richmond. But hell too. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> And then as we stop at Box Hill, because I wasn't quite expressed to Richmond direct, but yeah. you know, uh, I guess Box Hill Canada's as hell. No idea. He's like, all right, everyone, set your pacemakers to excitement. We're going straight to Richmond and not stopping. If you can't handle it, jump off now. All right, let's go. <laughs> and then as he's going along, he's getting a bit bored, obviously. He's like, all right, you might want to we're slowing down here. Uh, it's because there's stupid speed limits by some dickhead. <laughs> he's a dickhead, you know. Whatever. Yeah. And he goes, all right, I'm going to tell you a dad joke. Working
1: yeah. blue. Right. Yeah.
2: I'll tell you a dad joke. So uh, what do you call a bloke with no shins? Tony. Tony. Now, some people there seem to be shaking their head and saying, Oi, driver, what about ankles? One, that's not very funny. And two, you're taking this adult thing too seriously. That's my Friday, too, people. I'm going
0: to enjoy it. Let's go. Sounds like train job train driver an easy job. <laughs> he was loving himself. Oh, and look,
1: it would not surprise me if it was somebody from the comedy festival.
0: Yeah. Well, he did say he had a, for a bit of
1: extra
2: material. He had a contest with uh, the other train drivers on Twitter, and we should mention it. But I don't have a, a personal Twitter, so yeah. I didn't fucking bother. Right, but okay. uh, he was enjoying himself. And look, fuck it. If you are going to have a, a job as a
0: train driver, you are not turning left or indicating, right? So no, true. I mean, what we've learned is that Vic Metro should get all their drivers cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> fuck
1: yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, half of them are going to be ex-truckies anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, and look, my train... You the good stuff.
2: <laughs> my train ride cost me $3.50 on Mikey, and it sounds like I had more fun than you did at your fucking... Uh, Sam times. Well, Sam like himself, I said... Yeah. Oh. So when did you swipe on, then?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd never pay you to go again, but... It, it, I'll tell you what, I'll be talking about it... until Hello, Mikey. ...until yep. next year's bloody uh, comedy festival.
0: <laughs> well, you yeah, could turn around and do what Dave Spell did, where he actually makes a whole show out of how shit of a show he did.
1: Yeah, yeah could do. There was um, Andrew Dice Clay... Um, really? Released a no, he wasn't oh, here. Damn! He released a CD years ago called yep. "The Day the Laughter Died." Yeah, and it was just a CD full of him bombing. Really? Like in, intentionally? He's he the worst it's ever been.
0: <laughs> I, not, I actually watched the first season of the US version of My Kitchen Rules, and Dice only Rotten. Oh, was he? Yeah. The only reason to watch it was Dice. He was fucking hilarious.
1: Nah. All right, uh, we we better mention some football. I don't know why anymore. I'm more interested <laughs> to talk about the comedy festival. Some reason this weekend. <laughs>
2: Honestly, Um, I I, I had a quite enjoyable round of footy. uh,
1: If you got more than five tips, you've cheated.
2: No, I I did not get that. No, (laughs) nobody. (laughs) I I won't claim that because anyone who picked, well, we'll run through. Anyone that got more than five is just fucking lucky. You're just trying to piss people off, really.
1: (laughs) I can imagine there'd be a few people out there that didn't put their tips in and someone's gone, oh, put them in for him. Fuck him. (laughs) I would have done better that way if I tried (laughs) to pick pick losers.
2: Yeah, in my office tipping comp. More uh, Three quarters would have done better to tip exactly opposite. Yep. There were a couple of ones.
1: That was me. I, I got a two hmm. last week. But anyway, uh, starting off on Friday night, we had Sydney hosting Collingwood. Um, Adam Troll is going to give the uh, Brownlow Medal a shake this year if he keeps yeah. playing like that.
2: Oh, yeah, motherfucker. Oh, this, this game shat me because I was watching it with the father-in-law who's a Collingwood supporter. And I was enjoying myself. I would I... there's your second mistake. Yeah. So the was... first one was you married a girl whose dad makes guns. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. that happened. But, you know, I, I was enjoying it through the way because Collingwood, you know, leading for most of the match, but looking a bit shaky, and I'm thinking, come on, Sydney going to turn this up in a second because they were fumbling left, right, and centre. Buddy wasn't really doing much. And I think any minute now, he's going to get it together and go. goes, you know, fuck this. I'm, I'm just going to make it happen. Mm. But, um, no, just... And a point. And it's the Fucking third point.
0: third week in a row we've, we expect Sydney to come back and be like, all right, no, that'll turn on you though, yeah. It always reminds me of, like, a uh, an old prize fighter when all of a sudden they're broke up to work one day and they're no good. Yeah, it's just it's just gone down south, and it but seems like that's what's happening. Two. But I don't know what's going on with the midfield. They got a, a what we assume would be a the, still a gun midfield.
1: Well, everyone thought they were the best midfield in the league. Yeah, and um, tore
0: them up, tore them yeah. up. So did Adams too. Um was Adams, no, the other uh,
1: one. Will Hoskin Elliott, he, he had a good one. Yeah, he did. Um, I don't
0: know what's Trelaw. But
1: yeah, got certainly, uh, yeah, Trelaw is one of. The, the most damaging uh, midfield is yep. going around at the minute. Because yep. there's plenty of other um, accumulators. Yeah. But he seems to do damage every time he gets well, the ball.
2: To me, he's playing like Dangerfield was
0: about last year to year before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that
2: yep. uh, His burst, his first step, as they call it in the NFL, is just Astounding.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like getting, um, especially getting his own ball up and under. But he kind of reminds me of uh, a better Nathan Buckley. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He's and he's
1: got that bit of a look <laughs> as well.
2: Yeah. yeah, true. But we yeah. saw some parts where he's already thinking three possessions ahead. Like yeah. you see him so running. I'm going to handball him. He's going to fuck it up. I have to go over there and get it again <laughs> myself. Well, there was a few. He lined like uh, out of the ruck. He's grabbed the ball and just had that one step fend off, where he's just exploded. Yeah. He sees two guys in front of him, uh, two opposition and one of his own. He's like, "All right, I'll handball a little bit in front of him, so he has to turn to get it." And then I'm already running by him to get it back, and then I can see someone up there is ready to, for the pick. And this is all within the first handle handoff, yeah. uh, first uh, palm off. So look, uh, I'm I'm was willing to throw the boot in the Collingwood as anyone, but he is a genuine superstar in the like, not just in the making, we're in the developing, I suppose.
1: So are Sydney playing the long game here and just keeping Buckley around?
2: <laughs> I hope so, because uh, that that's the other good thing in that uh, Buckley would have been, you know, feel feel a little bit of heat. He would have, and uh, now that uh, that gutsy win, um, it's probably put him uh, three
0: rounds further on. It's all looking pretty good down on Swan Street, both ends.
2: Um,
1: I thought that uh, even if Collingwood lost this game, and there was obviously a one point margin, there's every chance they could have lost it. Yeah, they've still shown something in their first three rounds. Absolutely, just lack of polish at times, but yeah, uh, certainly. There's a lot of great hope there. And now, you know, a win over Sydney in Sydney is nothing to be sniffed at. Yeah,
2: exactly. At yeah. Well, like i said, I'm staunchly on team sack bucks, but uh, Collingwood are looking decent. Yeah. Like they, I, I wouldn't put them well. in the top eight, but they're they're definitely building momentum towards that.
1: Well, they've won a game of footy, and as you and I both know, that's hard this year. Because, <laughs> I mean, between the three of us, we've got three wins this year.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, going well, going well. Well,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, but Sydney, everyone said, you know, this puts them in a very difficult position because they've got a road trip over to the West Coast this week and then uh, GWS the week after. Yep. So 0-5 is a very tough uh, to get back from from there. And they've got injuries to some key players yeah. and the rest of them are out of form.
0: Yeah, even Ali looked lost down yeah. back as well. Yeah. It looked like uh, they'd figured a way to sort of go over his head.
2: Looking at the stats, it's it's really marks and uncontested possessions that did it. It like, means you haven't got the ball. Yeah, yeah. so 70 more uncontested possessions and 40 more marks, essentially. Like, and that, like, you know, there'll be coaches examining left, right and centre. But to me, it means you're not pressuring the ball carrier much. I mean, when as you, much. When and he, you
0: make Jesse White look like he's a valuable player, I think, <laughs> <for
2: yeah. shit. laughs> Oof, And it got done by 30 in the tackle count as well. So I would suggest pressure the ball
0: carrier more. But, um, you know, who the fuck am I going to tell um, Sydney how to do s- shit? I'd suggest keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm loving it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um Mills took a great mark backing into the pack, too. I thought you could mm. probably change his technique a little bit, though, uh, yeah. just to protect oh himself. You've got to turn around and then uh, run a- away and jump and turn into the ball to just yeah. try and protect mm. yourself rather than run backwards. But yeah. anyway, he took the marking. Um, his teammates protected him, so that's a good result. And
0: they're still waiting on a couple of inns, but they're not still. the big inns that we thought that they'd be needing. But they, it they, out they they're going to say them.
1: they're crucial ends, They are now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, he's uh, got Heaney coming back in, who's, who's been very valuable. I think forward. he's due this
1: week, and some somebody else is due this week, and I've yep. just gone blanket who that might have been.
2: God, I can even see. I think Glandula, though, it, it knocks McVay. him around so much that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't expect him to make an instant impact. I don't think he'll be 100%. I think yep. he'll be,
0: you know, still a little shaky. I never thought they missed Ted Richards this much. <laughs> <laughs> and Xavier.
1: Yeah. Um, On to North Melbourne versus the Giants. I gave him a bit of a scare for a minute there. Yeah. Uh, north, but uh, the Giants are always going to be too strong.
2: Uh, look, like, a, like I've called ahead of time, North are going to have a four-quarter fade-out every game up until about round eight, I think. Just because, no, bugger all of them had a, a full pre. So, mm-hmm. But shit-tons to take out of this game, I thought. Um, yeah. Prius, uh, who said he modelled his game on Mumford,
0: Definitely didn't uh, get his colours lowered right. like, from the get go. He he, he rocked and roved the first first touch of the of the first bounce of the match, which was impressive against Mumford. who came in with a full head of steam. So yeah.
2: I think Mumford uh, had a couple more hitouts. Uh, Prius had a shit ton more kicks. Mumford had more handballs, but uh, Prius got on the board with two goals. One.
0: Yeah, and I mean, let's be honest. I called this the Josh Kelly interview, pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all it was. Nine years for nine million. Yeah, what are they thinking? They, uh, they got no money no. to throw around. What are they going to do? No, I'm
2: on board with that. North have got, uh, I think they've been paying low 90s the last couple of years. You're supposed to get to 95, but they were under that, and they've got an average over the 95 over the two-year, three-year period or some shit. So they've got tons of money to burn. Um, Fuck it, chase every bar. They tried to to chase Heaney before. Uh, He wasn't on board. They tried to chase uh, Trelaw and Hoskin Elliott. They didn't want to come. So fuck it, just keep putting numbers in front of people.
1: Like I say, they've, they've gone all in. I mean, I don't mind offering nine years, nine million, because we know that the salary cap is going to increase and yeah. mm-hmm. so on and so forth. But Josh Kelly?
0: Yeah, that's what I thought as well. I thought there's better people to go after. But if you, Not put, really. Put like, put who do GW, you go after? Trying... Zach Merritt from, from <laughs> Aston, yeah, He's trying to get uh, uh, Fantasia. I reckon Bomb the right team for the picking.
2: Yeah, Fantasia's not coming out of contract, though, from memory. Uh, I think
0: he's got another few years left on. Um, who's the other one that's playing really good for Aston? Uh, Zaharakis like... comes out, no, but Zahra. you know th- they'll offer him... Fucking whatever he asked yeah. for. I think there's a lot of lot of people. I mean, shit, Dusty. If you try and throw some money at him, I reckon are they are yeah. throwing a big contract to Dusty.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, nine nine years for nine million dollars. If I look down the GWS list of who I'd offer it to, obviously guys like Cameron and Patton, they wouldn't take that anyway. Yeah. But how far down the list is Josh Kelly? If you go to the GWS, you go da 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 da. da. Yeah. Uh, 10, 11, 12. Josh Kelly, there he yeah. is. <laughs> but the That's thing a is, it's also a,
2: a role that North need to fill in that their outside run is gone.
0: Yeah, They've, yeah, uh, yeah. they've lost Wells and obviously... Um, What's his name, Harvey? Yeah, yeah. Whoever, young, Harvey. Young lad. But I reckon you're better off offering two players four and a half million.
2: Maybe. <sighs> See, I don't think so.
1: Well, you've got to move him.
0: And, and nine years is too long contract, I think. Yeah, but it's one of
2: those things where just by making that offer, they're starting to create movement. Yep, so, fucking for okay. so many years, North has been reactive in that. Yeah, that's true. So they've come out strong and said, look, we're fucking serious about building some shit. So, well, you know, maybe it won't work. Who can tell? But the recruitment department for the last decade has been so passive. Yeah. But I'm glad they're just going out there and saying, look, we're going to put some big numbers in front of people if and, they turn them down. So, yeah, it. so it's their what, choice.
1: Exactly right. They're not going to die uh, wondering um, mm. if we only offered more. Yep. But It, it does a lot like Scully. Remember he got five years to five million? Yeah. And it was his second year in the in the competition. Everyone went, yeah, you've paid way overs to move him. Mm. But, yeah, and he still, he didn't deliver five million dollars worth. But he's an alright player and he's there yeah. now.
0: And I mean, things have, proof is in the pudding. Things have turned out well for them so it's yeah. hard to go back and say, well, you fucked this one up because, hey, well, look, mm, where they're going.
1: And they had salary cap, they had to pay somebody. Yeah. So.
0: But the thing is, once you,
2: like North is not a destination club and so, you've got to decide alright what can we do we're not uh, in the premiership window now so we're not attracting the top flight who just want to get a flag before they retire mm. um, we need to get youth and we need to show we're willing to spend the money to get it That's so nice. so by that yeah. token fuck yeah chase whoever you can and by making that offer to him Dusty all of a sudden is like well if we can offer that motherfucker that fuck it, it I can get over a million a season easy
1: he, he would to be asking for nine million over three seasons
2: yeah <laughs> well maybe he does but <laughs> um, look I, I would be shocked if Dusty moved. Kelly I think is gettable. Dusty I don't expect to move, but put numbers in front of him, make him make that choice.
1: That's the other thing too. If you like you said, if you put nine million nine years in front of Patton or Cameron or Dylan Scheel either, yeah. they're not gonna take it. Yeah. Kelly like if I was his manager or his old man or his friend, I'd be punching him in the face going, You fucking idiot, you sign that contract now. Yeah. Okay, he's not allowed to sign it now, but you, you, you tell him, mate. You have got to take that. It's yeah. stupid not to. Well,
2: the thing is too that uh, Kelly's old man played for North, um, but only got sixty-two odd games in. And uh, last year they, there was talk about lowering the uh, <laughs> <laughs> father son to fifty, which is already too late for North. But uh, I think uh, Brad Scott wished that talk had started earlier and actually been and successful. So you
1: yeah. should have, a couple of years ago. You should have redrafted him at forty-five for yeah. whatever. Yeah. It is. Which so,
2: is another reason why um, going in into this week, Magic Door was uh, pulled out because he had a concussion in. The um, training on Friday, but uh, they'll—he's up to I think twenty-seven games now. They'll get another seventy, wasn't seventy-two or seventy-three on it into him because uh, he's got eight brothers and sisters. So I reckon get a hundred games into him, at least one of his thirty-odd kids he'll probably have before he dies is going to be a superstar.
0: Yeah, sounds like the next cloak story.
1: You're <laughs> <laughs> say, how many of them do you want to get through? Do you get the good <laughs> one?
0: I think there's three teams actually trying to avoid any clock offspring at the moment. <laughs>
1: oh, I did see somebody, oh, it might have been uh, Mick Malloy, uh, yeah. on the radio or on Front Bar, said that, Fuck that uh, front bar. Collingwood are uh, giving uh, condoms to Jesse White. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they just don't want him. Oh, no. I love Jesse White. <laughs>
1: um, any more to say about the game? I mean, GWS did what they did. Their yeah. first week blues are
0: gone now, and they're... Uh, of yeah. well the, the only like, teams of the round that scored like upwards of fifteen behinds and still managed to win.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say it was a bit wayward early on, yeah. which can happen down in uh, down in Hobart.
0: Yeah, packed yeah. crowd of eight and a half thousand, which was both actually, sides of the Brown family.
2: Actually, not too bad for Hobart. Like you know, I think yeah, uh, capacity yeah. is what nineteen,
1: maybe. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. punter like.
2: down there as well. Oh, yeah, he was of down there. One was. eye on the dog track, one eye on the, <laughs> on the footy. It was funny. Uh, the commentary decided to stick the bird into punter. Said, uh, "There's the former favourite son." Uh, up in the grandstand, looking down on Ben Brown, the new favourite. Hmm. He looked a bit morose about that,
1: to be honest. I'm going to say that Punter's still got him covered. Yeah. Just, yeah. Only, only just. <laughs> I so. But just,
2: yeah. Well, no one was yelling Punter's name at the ground.
1: No, it sounded like it, though. Uh, on to the other game in the MCG. A little bit wet there for uh, West Coast and Richmond. How interesting is it to see that uh, Richmond were the accurate ones on the day?
0: Well, it was mainly from lack of opportunity, really. We scored a lot of goals from what, very close in. Lack of opportunity for Vickery to shoot? For, for anyone to shoot, because West Coast sort of wasted this in the first half by a long way. Lacroix was a bit off, uh, had plenty of the ball, but um, they just ticked too many points in the first half. And then when a range, yeah. they allowed Richmond to come back into to their sort of gameplay.
2: Now, what the fuck happened? You tipped
0: against them. Yeah, well, well, because I'm a realistic Richmond supporter. The bandwagon (laughs) should be in full fucking flight now. Oh, it is, it is. But I'm just doing my best not to not to catch that train.
2: I wonder
1: how long until... We did say that if they get up in this game that Hardwick would sign an extension yeah. before it got to the interviews. Yeah. I haven't heard news about it, so I guess they're still trying to figure out how numbers go that big.
0: Well, let's be honest. I mean, our board isn't the most competent at the moment, so I'm not... No, no, your board's un, fine now. I'm yeah. not un, unhappy that they're putting this off for a little while. But, no, that is um,
1: that is sensible.
0: But 18 scoring shots to 11 in the first half sort of told the story, and your leader's only seven points. It's, it's really hard to come back from that. And a game of momentum... momentum um, and Tigers won the contest effort through perseverance in that last half. It was the young kids sort of playing mm-hmm. their role, and it looked like the young kids were actually fit, which is a big difference from the, the previous couple of years, where it's pretty hard to get a, a, a whole game out of some of them. Uh, Castagna was awesome, so was Butler. I should mention it was wet as fuck. Yeah. Oh, terrible, yeah. But, um, but it, Rioli. Uh, it's goal of the year. Class touch.
1: Like It's going to take something special from Eddie Betts to beat that.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that the... the I think was looked over was the sort of class handball from Prestia, the, mm. the
1: catch and give yep. in there. Yeah, yeah, but
0: that ability to bend a wet ball, yeah,
2: it's something that normally only comes to veterans after years and years. Yeah. So for Rioli to have that
0: native touch, yeah, like just the the feel, it, it, and he did it twice as well in the last quarter, was third quarter, last quarter, where he stopped on a dime when the yeah. ball was in dispute. Uh, just mm. put a hand out, literally stopped dead in his tracks, and was was off to full speed. In, in no time at all resulting in a goal for the Tigers which is a very crucial point yeah. almost fucked it up at the end there where we gave away a yeah. very quick one out of the centre <laughs> last thing he wanted to do but well, um, even Bash Hooli making not dumb decisions
2: well this is the first one I've seen where I thought Rioli you know has lived up to the impact we thought he could
0: have yeah, was, yeah. to his surname yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that is true to his to, to surname and how they've played in the past. He didn't even lost the ball. When he had it, it was class. Yep. And in a wet weather game like that, that's what you need to really sort of move that momentum around. Well, this suited Richmond so much because wet weather is all about yards
2: gained. Yeah, yep. um, You kick it long forward or you run the it's ball forward. It's a toe game. Yeah, but you, you don't transition. You don't fuck around, you know, on the boundary, yep. You just try and move that fucker forward. Yeah. And they did that brilliantly, uh, especially considering Nankervis, a uh, bull of a man. He, mm. he was owning those And it was either getting yep. punched down and jumped on or it was going forward in the direction they that's, wanted.
1: That's that's three great uh, performances in a row from yeah, Nancurvis. Absolutely. Yep. Um and considering that uh Gorns just gone down um in uh, with injury in one of the other games. Yeah. Tell you what, just quietly, he might be leading the all Australian at the minute.
0: He could be for He's in the top position. Yeah. yeah. Like who
1: who else is beating him?
0: Not Mumford, not three maybe. weeks in a row.
1: Mumford hasn't had a, a game as Oh, maybe we measure Mumford by a different standard yeah. than Nan Yeah, but true. Tell you what, if I had to pick my All-Australian team after three rounds, as yeah. silly as it sounds, yeah. I'm, I'm saying he's on the bench at minimum. Yeah.
0: Also, uh, McIntosh provided some good some good sort of spread Jacobs in that team, which was surprising because usually he's been sort of that reactive player. Yeah. But he did some smart work. Um, and on Mitchell was a gamble that paid off. I yep. think it was always going to be a gamble. And it shows good faith in the young kids to put him on someone like Mitchell. Mitchell still did lots of stuff. Very class with his use of the ball. His ability to be able to pick a player for a mark in between two opposing players mm-hmm. was sort of unrivaled. way to kick. Yeah. yeah. yeah on better. either side of the body, yeah. like we yeah. keep saying.
2: tell who frustrated me, that was Caddy. Yeah. Like he did some smart shit and then some really fucking dumb shit. Yeah. He, he was
1: good against Collingwood. He, he was, was, yeah.
2: Before. But in this match, he seemed to just sort of fade it in out. Yeah. Another weird thing, how many, so many players played with moldens,
0: Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, definitely. And I'm not sure why. I mean, I haven't been on them since you pitch.
2: You know, players know what they want to play in better than I am. Yeah, yeah, you'd but think so. So it just seemed weird why they wouldn't go to screw-ins.
0: Dusty didn't even worry about a helmet. Picks up nah. 40 posies. Never going to wear it, was he? Two goals. Yeah, nah. Ridiculous. Even Koch put in a good performance as well to back him up. Um, but did. I thought it was all about the young kids putting in their 5-10% their for that team yeah. game in order to make sure you get the victory. And, I mean, West Coast still had their winners. Gaff and Lacroix were everywhere. But uh, Lacroix a little bit too uh, sway, swaying his kicks uh, towards goal, which should have 3-4. Yeah. And, um, but it was just a, a perseverance effort from the Tigers in the last quarter to really get over the line yeah but on Dusty this is probably the first game I've seen where
2: he looked poised yeah because yeah. so often he's just so intense so you know angry bull Yeah, uh, that he, he he inspires people by his sheer aggression and how much he wants it but this one he looked to think on occasion like be less instinctive and just decide well look instead of palming eight blokes off this blokes open yeah. I'm going to I'm going to kick the ball ahead of him so he can run onto it rather than try and pop it up
1: yeah might have been just a little bit of confidence in his teammates too yeah Yeah. definitely he's
2: going to look great in blue and white next year (laughs) yeah yeah, good luck (laughs)
1: Um, but uh, yeah that's three in a row for the Tigers and you've got to say the West Coast uh, be very disappointed that they drop one here but the the rain sort of gives them an excuse because it does bring the you'd say on a dry day their skills on the outside
0: especially is going to
1: um, come to the front but uh, anyway you play to the to well they, the, they the kicked 3
0: goals 7 in the second quarter and then it rained in the third if they turn that around to 7 goals 3 yeah, it's, it's game don't over don't worry about it yeah, yeah. yeah. Tigers do look top 8 though yeah we do but um, it's, it's still a tough month ahead or 5 yeah. weeks ahead that we're going to have to play we've got Brisbane next week so that's why I said 5 weeks because yeah. after that <laughs> it's getting pretty tough so we'll enough. be in we'll be in the mix for ninth 8th which is nothing unusual nothing Dang. unusual yeah. Yeah.
1: speaking of wayward kicking um yeah. in the next game we've got Geelong and Melbourne and Melbourne actually had a lead going into the fourth um, but you look at the halftime scores 9 goals 2 to 7-11 yeah. uh, 7-11's not a good score right? no. um, you, you could do better but 9 goals 2 is just unfair
0: yeah well 32 scoring shots to 26 and lose lost by 5 goals lost by 5 indoors yeah. Indoors. indoors yeah yes, yeah. ridiculous ridiculous soon as went down though it fucked them up it's
1: going to fuck them up for the season I think. yep
2: 10 weeks they reckon
1: Minimum. Um, And on top of that, you've obviously got uh, Hogan missed this game because he was uh, on suspension and on the darts. Yep. Um, Uh, And Jordan Lewis is suspended as well. So they're going to have to dig deep. Um, yep. in the coming weeks it's going to be a rough uh, rough little month for yeah. them
0: well I was looking at their little scoring chart and I noticed from halfway through the first quarter until a third through the fourth Geelong kicked 16 goals without scoring a point yeah that is ridiculous it's not a bad effort ridiculous at all. and it shows what they they missed Hogan up forward and someone to be able to sort of take the pressure off their forward line because he'll come down the ground as well and work his way forward if he has to and yeah obviously that punch landing him over in um was a hot tub wine machine festival in West Australia Yeah, mm-hmm. smoking some durries enjoying himself yeah yeah, so yeah, well, I did see there were seven
2: Melbourne players who uh, had shots at goal and didn't kick it. Like they they hit points. Um, Nathan Jones being the worst at zero three. Yeah, yeah. So when you got seven guys taking shots and missing,
1: M- meanwhile, straight, yeah. meanwhile, Tommy Hawkins the other ends five, five in a row. straight. Yeah,
0: yep. were well, there any reports from the Port Adelaide sh- uh, showdown? There yes, will be. Yeah, oh, because sure. uh, um, do you reckon there any games will be handed out? Yes, yeah. there's been yeah. one. Well, speaking of that, if you get some time off, there's a Silver Raven Festival out in Brosser Valley, uh, <laughs> Turkey Flats. Great, great atmosphere. Good bands. Uh, Get down there if you get wiped out for a month. Smoke some darts. Oh, Paddy Roder's out for one. He'll lay down. Send send him down there, mate. Represent Port, (laughs) Turkey Flat Winery. Should be a great day.
1: Um, But with uh, Melbourne and Geelong... the class of Geelong—it just shows that they're still well up there in, in contention. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have them as premiership favourites at the minute, but I picked them top four at the start of the year, and that's looking still solid. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. and they've still got improvement to come.
2: Yeah, you see, I don't, I don't feel so confident. I feel that if Gorn hadn't gone down, they might struggle. Um, and you know they've gotten out of jail a couple of times, but yeah. look, you know it's that, only yeah. only early days, and they do have some
0: bloody classy players. Yeah, also Menagola first game for the season, I think. Pretty sure he didn't play round one, and he had a blinder. Played really good after yeah. you know for not playing for since last year, or whatever. Yeah. And Menzel had another good game. Yeah, four uh, one. Yeah, he's he's, al-
1: he's always dangerous around goals.
2: Yeah, he, he's looking like he's taken another step in class, though.
1: Um, on top of that, is it uh, Parfit got the uh, rising star nod deservedly? Yep. I thought he was very effective. Well. Yeah, um, taking the jumper off uh, Jimmy Bartel um, from last yeah. year, so. It's good to see they got some class um, back in that uh, Guernsey by looks of it. Yeah, and And it it
2: puts um, I was gonna say it puts uh, Hawkins and Menzel both in the top five for the Coleman race. There you are. Yeah, yeah. So round
0: three, lock them in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's always a small forward that leads at halfway or is there thereabouts.
2: Well, currently it's Jeremy Jeremy Cameron and Josh Kennedy uh, with thirteen each, and then Hawkins bets at fourth and Menzel at fifth. There
1: you are. Uh, no Hawthorne players in, in there uh, no,
2: okay. Let's Franklin sitting at nine so you, you can on half of that
1: surely rough end at 18 yeah, but like I said it's going to be a, a bit of a rough time for Melbourne from here on in um, they were looking at a, a, a great year but uh, it looks like things just aren't going their way and you know this is where it compounds the stupid mistakes from the week before
2: yeah. I'll tell you who it was good for though is Jack Watts he took uh, full and duties after Gorn went down. Yeah. And I think it's the only game he's had where there was no pressure. Because, you know, he's uh, probably 6'5", yeah. maybe. No, not, not even. Not even. Anyway, he's, he's, he's big. Well undersized. He's not a not ruckman-sized. But they would have just said to him, look, mate, Gornie's gone down. You do what you can. Uh, we don't expect you to move mountains. But it seemed like he was actually enjoying his footy. Uh, he was running around, enjoying himself, getting you know a little bit of a touch up, but it would have been the first game he's had with no pressure whatsoever, and it seemed to do him good.
0: Mm, yeah. Uh, also, Stanley was out, wasn't he, for this game? Or did he get injured halfway through? Pretty sure they were down to ruckman. Yeah. Well, they on uh, the other side as well. Yeah. Tim Smith uh, came in
2: is... before the game and didn't really do much. Yeah. He was, he was one of like... those guys I'm expecting to swing a bit.
1: Yeah, I think Zach Smith is still yet to come back. Yeah. As well. Um, yeah, Tim Smith. Um, I heard somebody call up on the radio. They. Had... Um, called him the bull or, or something from his uh, from his local club um, but he's a, a late what do you call it mature age recruit yeah, yeah. Tim
0: Smith's a fucking boring name <laughs> as generic as it yeah. comes yeah. isn't it it, it sounds yeah. like a, a finger spinner like you made up an alias just so alright this is going to be confused amongst, amongst the most amount of people yeah
1: <laughs> um, on to the showdown um, on uh, Saturday night so this was Port versus Adelaide uh, fair to say uh, the the Oh, the entire state was uh, rampant yep. um, in anticipation and came out firing as well.
0: Yeah, left the ground firing too. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the
1: videos going wild. With yep. The Port Lads having a go at each other.
0: Uh, look, I'm I'm not completely disappointed by that because every time I've ever been to a, a sort of South Australian match, was at footy park and it was always the Nittin' Nannies was yep. known as. So I'm kind of glad they've got a bit of aggro in their crowd now mm. and I'm glad it's sort of uh, South Australia on South Australia crime
1: like I say there are no victims no
0: exactly I mean everyone's want to punch a port supporter once (laughs) or twice and as soon as the cops turn up no one's running to them
1: (laughs) Um, and there was a bit of biffo on on the field as well we already said like Ryder got one Yeah, lucky to get one I thought it it could have been two I think it was two down to one
2: Yeah, Uh, and he's got a good record because he didn't play last year
1: (laughs) (laughs) no applicable record so um, yeah he gets two games so he's going to sit out one game uh, because I don't think they're challenging that one no when uh, I remember the, on the replay the, they were showing it uh, Rashido was saying oh yeah there's nothing in that <laughs> but then he saw he ran over and punched him and he goes oh that's what it was for yeah fair enough yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough
2: yeah. <laughs> I like Rashido but geez mate he, he struggles sometimes Yeah, I remember uh, that one he had um, he and Kingy are in the, the lab bit yep. and they're showing where the people have shots from goals from and he's like oh yeah what are all those G's there for? It's like, uh, it's where their goals are from, Rue. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Just moves on. <laughs> All right. Like he's a good footballer. You're probably wondering what
1: Bill Laurie was doing in the country. <laughs> um, but there was one in, in this game where uh, the, the sealer that uh, Tex Walker kicked from about seven hundred 100 metres. Yeah. yeah. um did say, good one. off one step. Yeah. I thought, oh, I'll watch that again. Took eight steps. Eight steps. <laughs> 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 off one step. Well, I mean, the last step was one step.
2: Yeah. Well, he did kick it off one step. It was just... The seven before it. There was was seven. was
0: a couple of weeks until you sort of add the the tax onto the the story.
2: (laughs)
1: Before it gets out to 80 or 90 metres. Off one step. Next thing, he's going to be standing still, facing the other way. Yeah. And a hook shot.
0: It was a great goal. It wasn't Malcolm Blight. Let's be honest, if it wasn't video of that Malcolm Blight goal, no one would believe it. Exactly. Absolutely.
1: But it was uh, Buddy-esque. It was that kind of distance, yep. and it cleared the goal line. Yep, Nothing wrong with that.
0: Absolutely, and Buddy missed one to try and get them back in the game on the yeah. weekend from about 60 out, and Tex uh, showed him how it's done.
1: Yeah. Showed him how it's done for Look, a change.
2: We're all, all Tex fans, but fuck, he, he had a great one. Didn't he? Yep. And as a like, if you're going to step up, and he's already playing at such a high level, to step up even further is it better again. We did say last week he had 11 score involvements, but uh, it'd be nice to get a couple more goals in at full forward. Did it? Yeah. Um, he's, he's obviously a, a listener, which I uh, oh, wouldn't be uh, shocked at all. He's a, a smart lad. Well, he wouldn't be a reader. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all oh, right, those blokes reckon I should get a couple more. Fuck it, I'll do that. <laughs> so you know, good on your text, uh, taking on board that uh, advice, you managed to get involved in a quite a few scores and managed to kick a couple extra yourself. So, well done, lad. Keep it, it up. The scary
0: thing was that the crows did great without him as well. In round one, yeah, yeah. But they're yeah. more dangerous
2: with him. And like, uh, if you if you're going to talk top four sides they're in the in the conversation yeah, yeah. top,
1: top four's their absolute minimum from here yep.
2: um, yeah
1: I, I think even, even higher um, just checking did uh, Jenkins line up this week no no so he did have a week off with uh, bruised ribs it's I think he almost had to just for the way he left the ground like if yeah. he came out and play the next week yeah, mm-hmm. like there'd be too much uh, yeah, bits off there yeah exactly yeah, how are those ribs going mate they're fine you know exactly.
0: And I mean, even if you don't have sore ribs, someone starts trying to give you the elbow and I'm fucking fuck sure will. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, Anyway, on to the other upset. Uh, well, that wasn't an upset, that one, but the one of the other upsets from the weekend. Um, Frio, putting it all together um, to beat the dogs. And yep. you've got to say, Frio took it up to him. It, it wasn't the dogs fucking it up. The Frio were just uh, aggressive, they yep. were assertive, and mm. uh, did what they needed to do.
2: Well, it was kind of winding back the clock halfway in terms of uh, a couple of years back uh, in Ross's first season, when they made Domain Stadium their, their fortress. So maybe we're back to that. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to put them in final contention on one match, but uh, they were a very dangerous side when Domain Stadium was their fortress. Yep. The most, hilarious, back
0: there. most hilarious thing is they're going to make Domain Stadium their fortress, then have to move. Yeah. <laughs> move <downstairs laughs> yep. to, to Cockburn. Is it really? Yeah. Is that what the stadium's called? Cockburn, Cockburn stadium. stadium or
2: Coburn Stadium? No,
1: it's Perth called Perth Stadium, stadium.
2: but that's alright. Yeah. What... yeah. Well, it's in Co- it's New Perth Stadium technically, but it's in Cockburn.
1: Yeah, they uh, workshopped hard to get that the name of the, the yeah, Perth stadium. stadium. Well, I guess
2: they're trying. Just going to wait and try it, and sell it. Any Eddie had office or something like it's that? Eddie right. only.
0: You know what?
1: All they should have done is called it the PCG. And just no naming rights. Just you know what? We're gonna stamp our fucking. This is it. Yeah. But I don't know if they're playing cricket there, which would have made it turn uh, quite pointless. No.
0: PFG. When you got It'd to the same does it?
1: No, it doesn't. No. no. But um, anyway, that gets their uh, their first one off the board and uh, all the Owen whatever jokes are going to end for the Frio supporters. So I'm disappointed in that, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you would be because now the, the focus is well and truly squared on the well Hawks. And truly. So well and truly. truly. that makes it difficult. But um, I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch this game because I thought it was going to be a one-sided affair yeah. and I had to go to work. But <laughs> Bulldogs, like true to everyone else, fucked up my multi. Oh,
1: <laughs> no. But yes, I mean, I had, I had
0: Hawks in there anyway. So I mean, I was rather be disappointed by this one than by the Hawks. So, yeah, um, what should I say about that one?
1: Um, it did, uh, Big Sandy had a, had a day out too. Um, looks like he's getting right. back to his old form. So he's going to be uh, dominant coming in the next couple I of weeks. I did
0: see another bit of good sportsmanship, which, I mean, makes me cringy as fuck, but I, I still have to support it because I, like, uh, I like the reporting on good side of AFL yep. as opposed to always nitpicking on the, the bad side like host Smoking, c which I don't give a fuck about. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see that they're picking up on this little positive media uh, so what was, the,
1: what was the uh, the good...
0: Uh, he good stopped play to uh, look at... Um, was it Pickens' injury? Not Pickens. Yeah, he got uh, knocked um, out. Someone else, yeah. So he stopped play, went back and made sure everyone stopped and he get proper medical attention. Yeah. It's
1: been a little bit of that going on uh, this year. Like, yeah. the, the sportsmanship's coming back. Um, I was trying to think... Even
0: was... the Australian cricket team. Beverageness. <laughs> well, apparently, Beverages are cunts, so I don't know about that. <laughs>
2: no! I, I'm refusing to believe that.
0: Um,
1: I mean, the Bulldogs have won... Two before this, but they weren't convincing really in no. either of them. They went to sleep in periods of, of the yeah. uh, the Swans game, but they still got over the line. Yeah, um, so they they need a little bit of uh, a touch up in form as well.
0: Also, expe- expectations of them are a lot bigger from last year. Was last well, year yeah. up and down, and and they did miracles in the in the finals. So this year, their yardsticks obviously a lot higher and we're going to hold them to a, a higher standard. So mm. still shouldn't be that surprising where they'll have some off games and still manage to cross the line or lose one like this. Well, the bit that did
2: surprise me was Libertore didn't have the most tackles for the day. Yeah. I, yeah. eight, McRae had nine. I mean, you know, it's still the same team. Yeah. But um, it just means that Libertore maybe was a, a little... Eight's still a good good uh, tackle return, don't get me wrong, but we're expecting 18. Yeah. Yeah, you
1: would still rather he'd get the ball a little bit more. True enough. And it was, the good thing was it was over there, so it was dry, as opposed to all the games in Melbourne that yeah, at the MCG. Yeah, crazy.
2: But five, just showing he's, he's a classy player. He's
1: getting back to it, isn't he?
2: Yeah. But uh, look, if he's in
0: form, he, it makes Freya worth watching because, honestly, he's the he's the only reason I'd watch Freya. Yeah. Uh, you know, it looks like Freya might be hoping to get some form so they can get some money for him too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. I don't
1: think it matters. I, yeah. I think that they're, they're set. If if he's going to go, he's
0: going to get a lot of it's money. great and blue and white next year. Um, next to. His name from Kelly and Dusty Kelly, yeah, that bloke they're paying nine million
1: bucks for Kelly, Dusty, Fife, all of them. (laughs) They're paying three years worth of salary in one one uh, season. On to the other inaccurate winners from the weekend was St Kilda gave the Brisbane Lions every single chance they had. Yeah, I think the the return of Rewalt. Just surprising how like two weeks. Yeah, no, he only missed one week. He's a robot. Yeah, he's he is a robot. He's not human. Um, no. All I'm saying is Asada I need to get involved. <laughs> yeah. like
0: <laughs> Whatever he's taking, that's what the league needs. Let's give that yeah. shit to because it's working.
1: Yeah, we can say, I don't think it's illegal. It should be, that's the standard. Yeah. Whatever it is.
0: Yeah. Stem and cells. I mean, maybe Gold Coast need to send down some spires to St. Kilda and see how the fuck they do it because <laughs> whatever the injury recovery operation is, it's working. Whoever the doctors are, they're kicking goals because if you can still strap, re up and... Send him out there like that Ooh. after after all the injuries he's had on those legs, then it's yep. quite an incredible achievement.
1: Especially when he thought his career was over, and all he needed was a weekend off.
0: I've written him off, for I think this is the third year in a row now.
1: So he's kicked uh, what's he kicked three goals, uh, and the Saints have mm. got up. Yep. Do you rest rewalt this weekend then? Make him uh, uh, one-on-one off for the rest of the year.
0: Look, I just think you're trying to flog the fuck out of him for the rest <laughs> of the season <laughs> to see what he can get. <laughs> because it's going to be one day he rocks up and his all falls apart, and that's it. I'll get him on the nest as much as possible. Yeah.
1: Um, Brisbane are still not as bad as they could be. No, um, there were moments in this where they looked like they could uh, pinch one, but at the end of the day, I mean, the weight of possession and just yeah. the sheer number of guns that yeah. uh, St Kilda had
0: was always going to get them over the line. They were getting dominated everywhere, but they didn't give up. So in, that, in fairness, last week
2: stuck the boots into Daniel Rich. Came out this week, thirty-two touches, one goal, two. Not not the the most brilliant.
1: He, I can say he could still be more damaging if yeah. he wanted to be. So he came in, in Texas,
2: isn't he? He and uh, he and Beams tried to do what they could, but uh, just didn't have the support they needed.
1: Uh, Was this McCluggage's first game as well? Yes, he
2: was back in the uh,
1: number two
2: draft pick from last year. Not a huge impact, but you know he's coming back from uh, was it an ankle?
1: I'm not sure what he did uh, in in the preseason. Yeah, he had an injury.
2: I remember that much, but um, look, you know he's uh, having to deal with the number two uh, draft tag, and they're. Great new hope and whatnot. Yeah. So it wasn't wasn't embarrassed. Just uh, you know, not wasn't, many, wasn't able to carry the game on his shoulders. Which no, not, be a not many to
1: anyway. touches. He only had thirteen, but she's first one. Yeah. Um, so he's going to warm into it. Um, you know, he's their big name recruit. Well, so. there's no
0: Jack Stephen as well, so they need to share that load around a bit. Yeah. Everyone had to pick yeah. up their pick that pick up their part of that.
1: Yeah. Um, and and, he, and he, he would, has had another good game. Um, still needs like he's going to grow into it, but um, for a second year player, I think he's shown all the signs that uh, things are going well. Yeah. And he's going to be, once uh, Shacky as well um, grows into it, they're going to be a real form- formidable um, one two Yeah, uh, up forward for the line,
2: so they've got something there.
1: They're, they're going the right direction.
2: Yeah, yeah. for yep. the Saints though, that inaccuracy in front of goal that Eddie had is concerning. It's crazy. Um, Bruce got, Gresham, got away with it, but yeah, Bruce maybe not. Gresham and Membry, between them kicked 3-10.
0: Yeah, and they're like they're, well, their they're next they are they're their key forwards. Yeah. If you, you Weller well, well in there for a bit, but
2: if Rewalt's
1: playing on the wing, yeah.
2: Mm. That's how you expect to get. And look, they they had gettable shots. Yeah. I mean, any mark inside the 50 should be a gettable shot. Mm. Absolutely. Especially that Eddie had where there's no breeze and, you know, no rain. Yeah.
1: Speaking of rain, there was plenty at the MCG on Sunday,
0: though. Oh, I loved it. Thank uh, God uh, there was because it made the game interesting. Carlton vs.
1: Essendon. <laughs> I did. Um, Actually, a, a lot like the uh, Tigers West Coast game uh, yep. and, yeah. at the end. It was fascinating. Like It was oh, a grind. I, uh, absolute grind. Um. I was going to say earlier that West Coast versus uh, Richmond the last quarter it was no goals for the first fifteen minutes mm, yeah. and it was gritting it was yeah, unbelievable exciting. to watch. Um, this was nearly that all day. Yeah, um, it wasn't pretty at all, but geez, there was feeling in it.
0: Yeah, plus you you find there's those people that stand out in those conditions that yeah. still have that slick uh, slick ball movement. They do not get much of it, like uh, Darcy Parish, uh, mm. incredible skills in the wet. Didn't get much of it, but when he did, it was so clean. Tipping woody for me. Yeah, tipping woody as well. Definitely. He yep. had a really nice goal square goal where he just sort of crashed through a few blokes yeah. and just went bang. And the ability to keep his feet, like his 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 hips, are so strong that he, he can shrug off tackles, still keep his feet, and look to where he's going to offload it and really drive that that sort of forward penetration. See, to me, that is the most underrated ability in an AV
2: footballer is ability to keep your feet. Because yeah. how many blokes you see just you know fall over left, right, and centre. Yeah. But uh, being able to stay on your feet, you're an option. And yeah, and it stands out. It stands out
0: like him and, him and Jack Viney
2: are two. he's uh, uh, famous for it. Like you can jump, land on five blokes, yeah. turn yeah. upside down, triple twist, and land on his feet and be an option. It, it's it's a skill that I
0: don't understand. Oh, so, make mate adjusting. from the Collingwood, uh, he hasn't played a game yet. Young gun. Fuck, what's his name? Uh, no, I can't remember. Uh, Wells? Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. He always bounces up. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, um, Jamie
2: Elliot.
1: There was he didn't have much of an impact on the game, but weedering um, took yeah. some nice marks.
2: Yeah. Oh, he had a. a a nice wound. Went hard, didn't yeah, it? The yeah, Big axe wound in front of the head. There was a, a great picture of it that was pretty high def. And
0: I, I reckon I could see all the way through to his brain. Yeah, yeah. If that was you was UFC fight, like uh, at the end of the round, you hear the crowd go, ooh. ooh.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was opening up. It was a nice gash.
0: Yeah. But you're proud as fuck of those when you're walking off the ground.
1: He didn't look too proud at the time. Yeah. But it was uh, Hurley he bumped into, didn't yeah. he? He smacked mm-hmm. uh, the back of his head. Heads, in I think,
0: yeah. Uh, well, he had a, a,
2: a pinball bump, like a um, cue ball bump. He got... Bumped and then bumped into. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, very unfortunate. But uh, there was a couple of times where he outmarked um, Hurley. There was one mm. you know, beautiful timing in the push-off and then a run and leap at the ball. Yep. Uh, it's a shame that he shanked the kick, something shocking. Yeah. But uh, Hurley's no slouch, and he was uh, he got the better of him uh, yeah. on, on more than one occasion.
0: Silvani was good as well. Uh, not the cleanest skills in the wet, but gave second efforts. Who was that? Jack.
1: No. no? Silvani?
0: Silvani. Did you say Viney? No, so Savani, sorry. Nine. Yeah, yeah. Silvani. Anyway, I'm with, you. I'm with you now. Little Savani. There's yeah. for mumbling. Yeah, Mark Murphy though. Oh
2: He's yeah, is this is the... his best oh, uh, captain's run I've seen.
1: Yeah, nice goal too. In, yeah, in, in very in much. Second, second best goal of the weekend, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, the, again, it's another team that that's their first win for the year, but they haven't been, um, disapp- well, they've been not disappointing, but they've shown something every game. Yeah. Um, and this one, I thought Doherty was one of the better ones for them as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, Mm. definitely. Um, They've got some young kids that are inconsistent, but they're doing something. They're not scared. So I think yep. that's a big positive for them as well because they'll come Absolutely. around. So they'll eventually get a bit bigger and they'll, they'll come through. Marchbank was one of them again. Well, like um, we said in the
2: preview, there's no pressure on this season. We're not expecting yeah. much. And the Carlton yep. supporters, as long as they can get a win like this over old mate Essendon, yep. if they can back it up with a win over Collingwood, that's a season
0: yeah. victory they're, as far as they can say.
1: They can pack their bags. Yeah. I, love,
0: I love how they've got an alternate strip where they've just put, put the fill colour on their the logo and that's it. <laughs> it <laughs> was funny,
1: wasn't it? With the... Uh, the outline of the numbers on the back. Yeah. It was very hard to see at times, yep. but maybe that was part of the tactic. Yeah. Ninja. <laughs> worked well.
0: Uh, their um, their banner was shit again. Yeah. but I Still managed to get 50,000 50, people out the, into the, the game, which wasn't yeah. bad for... Well, it was pissing Pissing down, down rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And uh, all, their, all the uh, Carlton supporters were left uh, rather buoyant. Yep. And I think Kurnow's proving again that if he can stay fit and not get injured, yeah. then his potential is quite high. It's just a matter of he always has to go back two steps after he gets injured yep. and then sort of build confidence up. But he looks very confident at the moment. Yeah. Uh, not only just tagging now, his, his offensive role I think has increased.
1: Um, on to oh, Sorry, I was just going to say with Essendon, um, the emotions got on through the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. This might bring them back a little bit, and it's a hard slog in the wet too. Yeah. And I think they're going to struggle through the middle part of this season now. So we'll, we'll uh, have to keep an eye on them from that Yep. Um. On to the final game and the Gold Coast Suns. Uh, Under fi- siege, I think is fair enough to say. Fifteen winnings. goal winners yep. uh, against Hawthorne, Their first win against Hawthorne. Um, anything bad you can say about Hawthorne is all true in, in this game. Um. Not a thi-
2: Still goalless. Yeah.
1: Even now, we go back to the. Um, being the the season of good sportsmanship, he finally did kick a goal, and he immediately told everyone, nah, it's touched. Don't worry about." It. <laughs> <laughs> and started setting up. He, he kicked n- no goals three, and I think the previous week he only had one shot on goal. Yep. and the week before that he had none. So hopefully they put him in the goal square a little bit. But to be honest, um, the, the goals that Hawthorne got were all scrappy. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- th- there's nothing pretty about any of it.
0: I think for a team that's proud themselves on sort of defence and showing the opposition, they allowed. Gold Coast to get nearly 500 disposals. Yeah. 500. That's in crazy. A, in a week where Ablett said, this this could be my last season, I don't know i will next year,
2: he's uh, certainly come out and proved that he can still still mix it up with the best of them. You got yep.
1: the, the opening clearance of the game, and there was a couple of goals he kicked as well where he was just hanging over the back and the mm. ball, yeah. everybody's missed it. It was so, so hard to watch. Yep. Um, in I fact, I did. watch was the
2: one. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Swallow, first match back, 34 touches.
1: Swallow played great. Hall played great. Um, yeah. Tuke Miller.
2: Yeah. Um, Lions and Barlow both got 30. plus.
1: And what about Adam Sard burning off uh, Piopolo?
2: He's uh, he's a fucking fast bloke, Sard. Like, yeah. Piopolo no slouch, don't get me wrong, but Sard.
1: Oh, he, he, Piopolo gave up the chase. Um, I thought Poppy's actually been Hawthorne's best this year, uh, and he was absolutely blanketed. So yeah. I think that Sard is everything that Piopolo is, but younger and, well, six inches taller.
2: Yeah, Pueblo does have a bit of, um, I guess, boomerish arrogance about him in that he's just hungry as fuck all the time, which I love. That's yeah. great. Plus, you know, he's an angry little bloke.
0: So he's- is this Gold Coast really making big strides in sort of their uh, advancement or is it the, no. the decline no. of Hawthorne? Decline. A
2: hundred percent uh, the decline. A little bit of both, but also Gold Coast pay- playing out of their skin. Yeah. Um, they've been under, under siege and I guess this is where we see Ablett actually become more of a leader that uh, they've been wanting because he, he did sort of uh, driving around and just say look I'm not, I'm not having this Yeah. Um, that don't fuck up my team sort of mentality that they've lacked he actually showed a bit of he's got me. a punch a teammate I reckon uh,
1: his numbers, he might have his numbers were inflated a little bit late and he started yep. he played in the back line he's just picking up numbers because I don't think he was best on ground um, right. for for, for um, the Gold Coast Yeah. Materia
2: with six has to put his hand up there he gets damn close yeah. uh,
1: but again he the the uh, probably four of his goals, he didn't work hard for. Right, like, no, that, that Not shows, his fault. That
2: shows quality <laughs> delivery, though. Um, yeah. oh. You don't want your forwards <laughs> to work hard. It,
1: yeah, not of all it was quality delivery. Sometimes yeah. it was there was three blokes go up to spoil and he'd be standing at the bottom and the f- ball would fall at his feet and it's like, oh, oh,
2: oh I suppose, <laughs> I suppose <laughs> I'll kick that, the goal. That's a well-weighted part. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but there was some great footage, uh, one of the shows I watched showed, um, where Aaron Hall was standing on the wing next to Ricky Henderson Yep. And Aaron Hall, rather than go into the centre bounce, he ran out on a forty-five, and Ricky Henderson pointed at him to so "Go, somebody get him." And then he he ran into the middle, and the ball came out and went straight out to Aaron Hall. And I'm like, well, Ricky, you know what, mate? Maybe you. Yeah. But that's I don't think it's a like everyone's saying the speed of Hawthorne's their issue. I don't think it's the speed. I think they're just not worrying about the man. Yeah. Um. Because before you had Sam Mitchell or Jordan Lewis, so who would and like, on. Don't worry about it. We'll get this ball, yep. and then I'm free. Yeah. Well. Now, you're not getting the ball. You're not free.
2: Your man is. Yeah. There's also the on field fact. Like, if Henderson's telling someone to do something, they'll be like, fuck you. Yeah. That's not my man.
1: Hodge was the only one that can hold his head up. Um, He had some moments of, uh, uh, I wouldn't say brilliance, but it was uh, impact. Very much impact and smart. Yeah. um, Where he was calm under pressure. Um, But there was, uh, oh, Matty Lloyd, he said in one of his uh, AFL.com things today, there is not one Hawthorne player who's improved from last year. Yeah. Um and I, I looked at him went uh, and he said besides Ryan Burton, who played two games last year. Yeah. And I, I th- looked at it and I thought, Yeah, that's that's probably about right. They Fucking, just haven't improved. Vickery? Vickery
0: hurts hurts agreeing with Lloyd, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Vickery's been um the oh, I don't know if he's been worse at Richmond, but if you put all these games up, this is certainly in the bottom ten percent. Yep. Um his first three games. Well, he's football. had some pretty spud games. He has, yeah. But uh, he's shown some things at Richmond at times. Hasn't shown a thing yet. Mm. Um, and so he's been the whipping boy at two clubs so far, because I, I tell you now, the Hawks fans, they're off.
2: Love it. Oh, mate. Love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and what I love most is that all of us um, pretty much thought, what the fuck are they doing? Yep. Yeah. But then, Yo know, Clarkson has had a, a better than average uh, win-loss ratio on uh, drawing players yeah, in. Yeah. So fuck you think, yeah. is he seeing something I'm not? You know, maybe, maybe they well, can.
1: Maybe they can do this. The comment I heard was, "If anybody can turn Vicky around, Clarkson can." And what we found out is, no, yeah, nobody, nobody can.
2: <laughs> and, and I feel, I feel better about myself knowing that. Knowing that I, I was right. I could see that and just think that that's a bit fucking arrogant, mate. Maybe you should just chill the fuck out. And uh, I was, I was correct. I, for once, I can say my decision-making skills are superior to someone in the AFL. In this incident, only. But I, I can go to bed with that.
0: Yeah. And also, Hawks have got zero draft picks of any sort of... That's uh, it. This is it. Any yeah, importance for the next year and a half, more or less. Because they gave St. Kilda a two-year head one, didn't they?
1: Uh, no, they gave him... Uh, St. Kilda have got this year's first pick. Right. So, which looks like it's going to be, you know... High. It's going to be top five pick or, or thereabouts. Yeah. And um, in return, Hawthorne got St. Kilda's pick last year, which was pick 10. Yeah. So, Saints might have turned a pick 10 into a pick... One, potentially. Yeah. At the minute, that's what it's looking like.
2: Yep. Yeah, they got Jacob Mira. Uh, sorry, Jager Mira. Jager
1: mm. Mira. He's still struggling.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, he brought the O with them and Hawthorne have kept it. They have.
1: They have indeed. Um, it's also, what's been interesting is how badly they've done in the ruck. Because if you remember round one, McKernan, I thought, did very well. Yeah. Um, Jacobs was, for mine, best on ground last week against yep. Hawthorne. And Jared Witts
0: was just about best on ground. Damn.
2: Jared Witts. Damn. I'll <laughs> have
0: to go look that up afterwards. <laughs> yeah.
2: Again, I think we were on the money. We said Rucks would have a massive impact this year with the rule changes. Yeah. So um, I think we're proving that we're actually highly knowledgeable people, uh, even though we Definitely. wouldn't be able to pick wits out of a mm-hmm. lineup of people.
1: Well, he does look different now. He shaved his curly locks um, from when he left uh, Collingwood. Um, but, I mean, he was, he was not getting a game at Collingwood in, uh, behind Mason Cox yeah. last year. Um, and now he's toweling up Ben McAvoy. So you've got to ask yourselves like, there's, I mean, uh, Segler is the ruckman that's gone down who can't uh, ruck for Hawthorne, but mm. he's he's no big name. Yep. Yeah. Ben McAvoy was going to be a future captain at St. Kilda, they reckon.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's getting towelled up week in, week out. And, and the only good thing for him is nobody else can play his position at Hawthorne.
2: Mm, yeah. Well, he had 28 hitouts, which you know, you, you didn't, it, I didn't see him. Isn't terrible when you think about it, but Wits 40. And that's, Damn. 40 is the minimum you want for a Ruckman.
1: Yeah. And it's not like Vickery's picking up uh, any when they change over either.
2: Yeah. I think Vickery had about six or something. I can check it out. But it, he, he wasn't six looking Six more good. than deserved, let's be honest. Uh, nine. He had nine. And then uh, three touches.
1: Yeah, there might have been a few. Sorry, nine touches. Three. Where oh, the three Gold weeks. Coast forgot to nominate a Ruckman.
2: <laughs> but uh, the thing is, so you want a Ruckman to kick. You know, you don't want these. You just want the long booting kick if you're going to do it. And, Vickery, terrible. Yeah, terrible. Long booting
0: kick.
1: Well, it's not the, grabbing the hands either. It's not be been
0: too bad from a mark outside fifty, but not consistent enough. No. For a ruckman, I think you need a solid twenty to thirty meter kick. That's it. Well, this like fucking boot him sixty meters like Prius does. There's,
1: there's been plenty of ruckmen that all they did was handball. You know, they yeah. take a mark and they handball to the to the rover. Yeah, that'll be fine if they could take a mark. Yeah. But
2: when you're not taking marks, you don't get a chance to handball. <laughs> and if they can hit a handball.
1: Well, that was the funny thing about this game was I said going into it that contested marking is what Hawthorne struggles with and it's what Gold Coast did well. Yep. Mm. Um, Hawthorne didn't uh, give up the you know contested marks. Like yeah. um, Lynch didn't dominate. Um, May did really well down back. But it was just the run all over the ground. And not just the run, it was first to the ball. Yeah. So, which says Hawthorne players are making dumb decisions. Yeah. And oh, there was one play where I thought, finally they've got a bit of uh, momentum and uh, Gibson picks up the ball and he's running a straight forward and the first thing he does is handball to somebody facing the opposite way mm. in trouble. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? You like, smile he, 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 he has going been forward.
2: ordinary this year, Gibson. He's been terrible. Yeah. It's
1: been one year too many. Uh, yeah. That's what it's looking like. Honestly,
2: I think so. Like uh, The thing is too, without Mitchell back there, and Burgoyne running back there when he needs to as well. He's the most intelligent bloke down there because Hodge need, now needs to look forward a lot more. Hodge's
1: yeah. got to play in the midfield. Mm.
2: So Gibson's sort of the smart bloke back there because fuck knows Frawley isn't. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's it's too much for him. He can't keep track of. He doesn't have the situational awareness that's needed in that situation. Um, maybe he can extend his co- his um, career by moving elsewhere, somewhere that needs someone back there. Uh, I don't think he's going to extend his career. He's thirty three already. Yeah, yeah. He might have it like. I don't know. You might have a year left if you're looking to say the Gold Coast. I don't know. No
1: one, no one's picking up a 30, well, thirty-four-year-old. Then
2: they're not paying much, but he can. It's again yeah. like we've talked before about coaching. You get uh, trees, and he's someone that can bring um, playing style to teams that don't have it. But there's maybe two or three teams that could could use him. Well, and it'll be a what, bit player. If
1: you could bring it to Hawthorne, that'd be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, it's it's going to be a, a season. Um, where they're going to judge Clarkson again. Like, you've always got the runs on the board. I think he's been 13 years or whatever it was. Four flags, everyone knows that. But he traded the farm last year.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And it comes back to, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. So his position's fine. He's not going to get sacked. He's signed a big contract. But uh, Hawthorne finished low this year and don't get a first-round draft pick. It's going to be right, mate. Next year, you've got to do something. Yeah. Because, you know, favourite sons can get sacked.
0: He's doing
2: a George Lucas.
0: And look, there's nothing to say that I can't go, well, I've done all my goals I want to achieve in this role. Like, what's next? Hey, there'll
1: be big money from any club. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is right, come out and fix this up. Yeah. But I mean, the point I was saying was, uh, even Sheedy got sacked after 27 yeah. years. You know, yeah. He didn't walk away. But his moves in the off-season uh, does... It looks so similar to what Michael Voss did when he sold the farm to get Brendan Favola. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if... It, could end up at Brisbane. It's a long year to go. Well,
0: I'd love to see him end up as an actual AFL um, employee doing something to sort of... His, what his goal was to legitimize that whole coaching trade. Yeah. I'd like to see that mm. as, a, as an AFL initiative um, that he gets imported for.
1: Probably be in like a, a coaching mentoring or the uh, coaching the coaches type yeah, of role. like
0: a troubleshooter or something like that where this is how you don't fuck up your coaching. Well,
1: <laughs> I think if he decides he's not coaching... At Hawthorne, there'd be, you know, like we said, there'd be plenty of clubs that put it there. Don't They're, be surprised if he's at another club.
2: Say that happens. They're only going to get rid of him if they have something better on the board. The only person I think better would be Ruse. And even then, like I said, it's only better if you want to change. Sam
1: Mitchell? Yeah. Get him he's back still, as a playing not coach. Enough. Not yeah. enough.
2: They need two more years of him. Um, well, at least a couple of years as an assistant, or else you know with a. A herd Voss situation.
1: I'd take him as a playing coach right now if he could. That's <laughs> all I'm saying.
2: Lee Matthews could make a comeback. He could come back uh, back to Hawthorne.
1: Yeah. No,
2: Let's be honest, Cameron Ling's just waiting for Coach to roll. <laughs> oh, fuck. He this. can look, fuck look. Him I, I hope he does, just so he's away from the boundary. <laughs> nah, fuck me, he is terrible.
1: Clarko's fine. He'll, he'll still be coaching this time next year. But i tell you what, if, uh, look, the way the season pans out, if it turns out two years in a row, I don't know if you get a third.
2: Yeah. Oh, imagine the pick-up Buckley. <laughs> that's yeah. not happening, no one's oh, happening. there's <laughs> no chance Buckley's not coaching anyone ever again I I'm, yep. oh, I'm going to get on Jeff Kennett tell him Buckley's his man
0: Jeff Kennett have a better chance coaching Hawthorne than Nathan <laughs> Buckley
1: well let's have a quick look forward then at uh, round four uh, West Coast are hosting Sydney on uh, Honestly, Thursday
2: to me this is an exciting round again I know we, we pumped up last week and I, I think for a lot of the games they delivered this I, I'm really am genuinely excited about this round of footy
1: alright well, we'll try this game then yep. West Coast Sydney
2: Look, this could go either way. West Coast, Domain Stadium, so they're looking good. We're expecting more from Sydney, but... um, We couldn't expect less from them. Yeah, (laughs) they're a better side than they've played. And yet, they're 0-3, so that seems a weird thing to say. But we tipped them
1: top two. start of the year, we said these are the two best midfields going around. it would be very interesting to see how it goes. Uh, I think that... uh, I'm I'm tipping the the Eagles at home, uh, especially after they got uh, beaten last week. Yeah. Um, which puts uh, uh, Swans in a very difficult position at yeah.
2: 0-4. No, I think the Eagles, uh, the, the terrible wet conditions
0: have probably drained their legs a bit. I think Sydney's going to get over there and get a win. Yeah, I think West Coast had a five-day break before that game as well, so that could have come into play with it. I'm not sure what day this is. So it's gonna be a, Thursday night. It's going to be a similar yeah. break, isn't it? So, it's mm. that, yeah, it's, yeah, shit, that makes it tough. I've got to pick West Coast just because Sydney traveling over there on their current form, I can't see how they get the confidence to beat West Coast over there. But this is going to be an interesting game for all the wrong reasons. We expected pre-season. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be you can see what their flaws are now. So how are this other team going to exploit the opposition flaws while covering their own? We're going so to it's see going a, be a very interesting tactical game.
2: We're going to see a desperate Sydney, which we haven't haven't yeah. seen.
0: Yep, yep. So yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what team Sydney actually take across there as well. If they try and if um, uh, Darcy not more, fucking Heaney's back. Yeah. Mm. If they slot him in. They reckon then, he's back. Yeah, and if they go for a, a young squad that's going to try and outrun uh, Sydney and just try and mix it up a bit, uh, run West Coast Sorry, I think they have to. But I, after that, I'm tipping West Coast.
1: <laughs> well, it's a stupid year, so everything says West Coast should win, so Sydney's uh, certainly there. Mm,
0: two Sydney's one West Coast. Mm. Um,
1: North versus the Bulldogs at Etihad Stadium, the big f- uh, Good Friday football that they've been begging for for years. Mm. Um, mm. Would not surprise me if North created an upset here.
2: This is North's grand final. Um, yeah. That, yep. Yeah. Because let's be honest, not many people are going to watch many other North games for the whole <laughs> yeah. season. So this is a game where you know they've been campaigning for fucking decades but, to try and get this yeah. good Friday matchup. Literally decades. Finally, yeah. they've got it. So you know, you walk into that change room if you're Brad Scott and you say, "Look, lads." I don't give a fuck what happens as long as you put everything out there. Just die on the field. I don't give a shit. Just, this is your grand final. Make it your Anzac okay. day. Uh,
0: yeah. Let's be honest. They're going up against uh, Passion of the Christ by Mel Gibson and probably <laughs> Cherry Chase phase vacation on TV. So it should be a hotly watched game.
2: Well, I was saying before, they should have played Gold Coast on this day, really. Because then you could have a, a Jew crucify the son of God again on Good Friday. <laughs> well,
1: I, I don't know. Is Goldstein playing? Is he Is he back? Yeah, yeah. He played, he played last week. But yeah. is he playing again this week?
2: Um. Well, it comes down to either Goldstein, Prius, uh, Daw, or Brown drop out. Out of those, Daw's the one that drops. Like I say it's not Prius. Shit, no, he's he's more valuable than Goldstein at the current moment,
1: um, especially with the Bulldogs that don't play with a recognised ruckman. Um, at yeah. the best time, so see, that, that could be where they get it. But uh, I, I think skill around the ground is going to be too good for the Bulldogs.
2: I've been on Prius's bandwagon for a fucking while now, and I'm not going to get off. I think he is the sort three of three solid of weeks, playing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little bit of last. Hey, season. you're right, you're right. Um, but I, he is a fucking monster, and I I can't see anyone uh, manning up on him very well. If when he goes forward, he's going to be a genuine target there. Plus, he runs in a different direction to Ben Brown, which is. Yeah. what magic door yeah. does not fucking do what he did he do last second time.
0: and third efforts as well and not too bad around his knees which is very handy for Ruckman mm,
2: and he's not uh, not afraid to do a fend off when you're six foot seven or the fuck he is a isn't rugby a- player 110 kilo and uh, don't mind a bit of the don't argue fuck it's good yeah <laughs> I- I want to see what happens when Liber tries to tackle him because he's the most ferocious tackler I've ever seen since his dad. He's also five foot two. Exactly. <laughs> so, what, what happens there? And I think it will it might define the tackling rules because he could very much jump on and hold on tight, but it may not retard yeah. Prius enough for it to actually kind of tackle. He's going
0: to have Liber on one leg, going to have, uh, I don't know, probably Dow House on the other leg, looking like Voltron or something, <laughs> <just> stomping <laughs> through the middle of the ground. He gets
1: a couple on the arms. Yeah, yeah. the great lucky hunters up there. <laughs> Um, so we, I'm, on we tip? I'm on North
0: I'm on North uh, I'm on the Bulldogs uh, so just, yeah just going with the safe bets yep <laughs> uh, I got the Bulldogs you get I think four class
1: around the <laughs> ground um, we'll do it but jeez North could, could do it Uh, Melbourne are hosting Fremantle at the MCG um, you've got to say Big Sandy going up against Jack Spencer or Jake Spencer yep um, after Maxi Gorn's gone down Freo I reckon two in a row
2: I've had people have had raps on Spencer he's no Gorn no, yeah. of course um, he's not. And I, I don't even think he's a, a, a top fifteen ruckman. So, yeah, look, I, I, I can't see anyone stopping Sandilands doing what he wants. And if he do it, does what he wants, Fife gets the ball, and if Fife gets the ball, yeah, Frio yep. do very the, fucking well. Yeah,
1: the two hills running alongside so, uh, outside. Um, I think uh, Frio might put two in a row.
0: Yeah, I think too many strong outs for Melbourne. So I got Frio getting across the line. in what should be a hard fought contest, but uh, yeah, the midfield Frio look to blow it out.
1: Geez, I hope uh, Spencer uh, lasts the game because what's rucking
2: against Sandlands yeah.
0: is not going to be pretty. <laughs> no, that going to be uh... terrible for his confidence. That's one where you do want to be
2: Voltron. he just end up throwing Viney on his shoulders or something.
1: <laughs> Very close to the game of the round is GWS uh, playing Port Adelaide. Um, Ooh. What a game. Wow, um,
0: whereabouts that one? In
1: uh, GWS. In GWS. Well, actually, University of New the South Western Wales. Sydney. Mm. Um, so these are
0: two mongrel parts of town playing each other, so I like it. It should be hard fought <laughs> a hard-fought dog contest. Mm. The, I think I should own it. The defining part for me is Paddy Ryder had forty-eight outs last week, and he's out this
2: time. Yeah, yep. um, against Big Mumford. And Mumford, he, he is not one that takes prisoners. So uh, they, yep. they needed Ryder there for this. So if
1: they bring uh, Lobby in,
2: he will get destroyed. He's going. Yeah,
1: he's going to have to play out of his boots because he's playing yep. for his literally playing for his career.
2: Yeah. Um. In, in this
1: one, but. Jeez, there's some a lot of targets up forward. Yeah, um, for for GW a lot of
0: targets in the midfield for Mumford and too. Trango's gonna be hating it. Oh shit, I've just some rocking juniors again now. Yeah, he's gonna to and, own a role.
1: And West off I mean, Mumford's just gonna, you know, chew yep. him up he'll, and he'll, spit out the he'll bones.
2: Need um, I, I really like the way Port are playing at the moment, and uh, young Pepper. Jeez, there's Damn. something special about him. Yeah, but uh, every every player I think of on Port. The opposite number at GWS, I, yeah. I think, is better.
0: And it's just Port need first use of the ball in order to implement their game plan, I think. And yeah. trying to get first use without Paddy Ryder there in the middle against mm. that midfield mm. is really, really tough. So... I think it's it, going
2: to be a great match, though.
0: Yeah, for rains, I think that's going to even out a bit. I'd like to see it rain, just so we can have a, a closer match. But if not, I think GWS could just get get across the line from first use of the ball. But... Bit of a uh, wayward shooting a goal could see it uh, even back out. So I think there's lots of factors, lots of variables that could bring it to an even game. But I think Jeddus have the edge. I think Patton had a, a run in the twos. Who? I,
2: th- I think so. Trying to come back. Yeah. 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 So he, he will be uh, putting his hand up for He's selection. But back. I think he I think he I, I, don't
0: I don't know. I want to see him playing. But I want a... to
2: see him playing for a long period of time because he keeps
0: getting. Yeah. Hit. Well, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if if they are going to put uh, Patton in there and they're playing tall if. Poor Adelaide good opposite. And just go small and hope that they can get more, more and run. Yeah, more run. Out, yeah, more outrun them and, and see if they can get the, take advantage of the mismatches, especially if it's going to be wet. Well, well they do have, have some great run. And
1: they've got to think who they're going to put on, the $9 million man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Saturday night, Carlton are hosting the Suns at Etihad Stadium. Um, Suns are every chance to put two in a row. If they play with the same fire and, and yeah. now they, they believe they can, um, yeah. I think Carlton would be... A little bit coming down from their win last week.
2: I think too they're going to suffer from having played a slog match in the wet. Yeah, it, it, it drains players so much having Especially to run the young, through the bog. Young players, yeah. Mm. And this one at Eddie had it as well, isn't it?
0: it, it is yeah. at its at Eddie interesting. had. Interesting. Yeah, I, so,
2: think, I think Gold Coast might get across the line. Yeah, same. I'm on the Suns. I think they've showed a lot, and so did Carlton. But uh, I think it's just going to sap them too much. And
1: the Crows are hosting Essendon at Adelaide Oval on Saturday night. I, I think bloodbath uh you mean in scoreline, or as in, as in they're going to go the knuckle?
2: Oh, uh, it's scoreline. I, I think so, too. I'd, Adelaide, uh, well, in the premiership discussion currently. The, the they're Hur- coming first, so obviously they have to be.
1: The Hurley-Walker matchup was going to be great. Yep. Yeah, um, but I think that, that Crows are just too too skillful and too
2: silky at the minute. I think Walker's flying, and with uh, Eddie Betts down there to catch up anything he drops. Yeah, uh, I, I think Adelaide could put a nice amount of percentage on yeah, here. I think so too. Yeah,
0: but I think the Essendon might be able to keep it honest for a couple of quarters, but mm. um, I think the Crows will eventually out, outrun them. And I think Especially, it's just a little bit of finish on yeah. on Essendon isn't there, Adelaide Oval and talent.
1: Uh, Easter Sunday, we've got uh, Collingwood hosting the Saints at Etihad Stadium.
0: It's uh, going to be a good game. I tell you
1: what, well done, the Saints, mm. for getting Collingwood to play a home game at Etihad yeah. Stadium Yeah, um, against them. They've done well there.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a very interesting game for a lot of reasons because both teams are seen to have holes down back. So yep. I hope this turns into an old-fashioned shootout.
1: If, it, if both teams have holes down back, you'd have to say the Saints have got the better forwards.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but, so, but I think um, with Trelaw and Adams in the midfield exactly. you, that, that's the counter. You have to
1: look after Trelaw. You have to send somebody to him. Yep. You, you look, can't just let him run.
0: Who do you put on him? Like who who runs? The, I don't know if Jack Stevens on back. I think he's no.
1: I don't think he can. I'd like to see Shane Savage.
0: Oh yeah, that's not a bad um, because bad
1: call. he he won't play the one hundred percent tagger role. He yep. will try and run off him and get his own ball. Yeah, um, he's a defensive midfielder, so I, yep. I think he could be a good matchup.
0: Yeah, maybe he can stop out with Well or something and put a bit of muscle on him. Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep up with the, with the pace. But Fuck him up, good and put, put memory yeah, on just, him. Just, yeah, exactly. Just give him a couple and make him know he's there. Um, but I'm still expecting Collingwood to get over the line just because the, the midfield, I think they first use of the ball. And look, Hickey versus Grinney, going to be playing and going to be rocking. Yeah. rundy has been doing well. Yeah, doing well. it's going to be a very good battle. and I think that could be a, a pivotal part of the, the game plan as well because it's going to be very interesting to see if Trelaw and Adams get first use the ball, which sets up, I mean, and obviously you can't uh, underestimate Penelbury, who's always going to be in there yeah. and then setting up mm. plays. So I just can't see how the Saints are going to offset that, that midfield. See, I tipped Hickey to emerge this year and
2: uh, I'm, I'm feeling like I haven't been wrong so far. But well, Hickey, he emerged last year, let's yeah. be honest. Well, Hickey hasn't really done fuck all much this year. Um so I'm backing myself as being infallible. So I'm backing Hickey to have a massive one and uh, Saints to get up.
1: Yeah, yep. I think the Saints as well. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, lo- Collingwood, I'm not calling what I know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Lions and Tigers at the G, at the Gabba, rather. Yeah. Than the G. Well, it is the G, I guess. Just it, not, it just says G. The G. Uh, <laughs> what I'm yeah. looking at. Um, I'll tell you what, Richmond have gone 3-0 and and
0: I think surprised everyone. Yep. Um Including themselves. <laughs> so do we fuck this one up is the question. That's what I think. <laughs> it's, do it, we fuck this one up? And it's, look, it's it's not a you can't count out Brisbane because the effort they put in last week was yep. enough to to have to respect their midfield. But
2: it's, um,
0: it's going to be shitty weather up there again. Yeah, that's that's the place that advantage though. <laughs> it does, <laughs> honestly.
1: Um, I think the the Tigers should win, which is why they won't.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I think. But I'm tipping them because I can't tip them. against <laughs> <guess> them. <laughs> I'm yeah. on the Tigers too. I think um,
2: while they will be feeling the uh, the legs of the the wet match.
0: Uh, I think they're still better than Brisbane. I think the young kids are the ones that pulled them through and so they're a bit more resilient bouncing back from those sorts of encounters so I reckon they might just be in a bit better nick. And Jack Revolt needs to start uh, hitting the scoreboard a bit more. Uh, he's doing enough around the ground. He, he is, he's working hard. but, uh, but We know. play better when Jack doesn't kick many goals. This, I think, so. <laughs> this is unfortunately
1: true. Yeah. And finally, Easter Monday, Hawthorne are hosting Geelong. uh it, Could be in trouble.
0: This could be the least interesting Hawthorne versus Geelong match we've seen in 10 years. For
1: literally a decade. A hundred percent it will be. Well, The
2: problem is, um, who do Hawthorne play next week? Uh, West Coast. Yeah, they'll be doing it without Hodge. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's no way known he won't punch someone.
1: (laughs) Well, last time we played uh, Geelong, he he missed the next three weeks with a broken arm. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: um, uh, Mitch Duncan got him. So, yeah, he usually does miss the week after Geelong regardless.
2: Yeah, so there's... I... I don't think the Cats are that much better, but I think Hawthorne are just feeling all over the shop at the moment. Well, so... they're
1: going to be under siege this week, just like Gold Coast were last week. Um, yeah. There'll be a lot of players that um, will have to, you know, sort of justify their position. Mm. But they've already dropped a few in the previous weeks. Yep. and I mean, that's the bad thing about Hawthorne being 0-3. It's not injuries. It's only Birchall that's injured. Really. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're going to struggle. But if yep. we're
2: talking about, you know, Ruck being so important, McAvoy... Not really. He's
1: getting towered up week in, week out. Yeah,
0: probably doing much. And um, Stanley,
2: no. I think, is uh, doing quite well.
0: Should be back. Uh, Smith's coming back, I think. Smith's coming back. Stan- I'm pretty sure Stanley injured last week, or didn't play, or something like that. Pretty sure he didn't play, but, but anyway.
1: anyway. Uh, Selwood, so Dangerfield in the middle. Um, it's just... It's yep. tough gonna be to stop. So yep. much got ball got down Mackie forward. and
0: Menegola as well, putting in their efforts. It's tough to see where they lose out. And when was the last time you can think... You can remember thinking, Hawthorne should tag this
2: bloke. Like they, they don't generally run with a tagger. Nah, no, they
1: try not to um, most of the time, but they did tag Ablett for three quarters. Um, yeah, last yep.
2: week. So last one in the West Coast Guernsey. Well, for a start, you got to say who do you tag because you got to choose. You got to choose or, one of them, don't you? Or yep. Dangerfield, and then once you've got that decided, who do you put on as the tagger?
0: I think it's a man-to-man, oh, old school.
1: Oh, the whole way. Yeah. May as well. I mean, Langford's the, the best tagger, but most of that is because he's such a terrible kicker of the ball <laughs> that if he's tagged, at least he's not doing that.
2: See, the only person I can think that would be able to outthink them is Burgoyne. But you have him as a tagger, you lose so much in yeah. your possession. Yeah. Especially set-up off the half-back. Yeah, mm.
1: that's where you need him. Um, so I think uh, Geelong are going to do it. Yeah, me yet. too.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: All right, that'll do us for round four. Yeah. Be a Great
2: round. See ya.